All right, welcome to another BVI Byte podcast. Joining us once again, we have Laura and Codeman. And on this podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about hiking in the British Virgin Islands. Certainly an area that I don't have a whole lot of experience with, uh, but Cody and Laura love to hike, so who better to have join us than the two of them. Um, So we'll start with uh, the island of Tortola. So that's obviously be the first place that you arrive at. You actually arrive on Beef Island, which is next to Tortola. And then there is an option for those that are landing in Beef Island by plane to get on the tour of Beef Island. Um, For those of you that are coming in through one of the ports on the ferry, probably Roadtown, you'll certainly have an option to grab a taxi if you want and go explore the hiking options that are in Tortola. And the main one is Sage Mountain, which is kind of in the in the middle of the island per se a little bit more to the west perhaps um, it is the highest part in all of the British Virgin Islands about 1700 feet above sea level um, and there's some pretty magnificent views out from um, the top of that um, you know you can hike all the way up there if you have a lot of time or it's um, obviously a lot easier to just take a taxi up into Sage Mountain and then from there you can walk around and take pictures. There's an example, one of the pictures you can take from that in the newsletter for our first day option. Um, so, you know, something certainly to consider in terms of hiking options for Tortola. Uh, before we move on to the next island, is any questions, things you want to add, Laura Cody? Uh, how well marked are the trails? An area I don't really have a lot of expertise in. You what know, color I've, I've, are the I've, blazes? I've downloaded the, the, the All Trails app. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what hiking people use, but it seemed like <laughs> something that would would be make sense. And they had yes, some marked, is. but um, it wasn't as extensive as I thought it, it would be. So, another tip for All Trails: you can download the maps if you're concerned about the hike and then you can make sure you're always on the right trail. Well, that is only if you're a paid subscriber. And if you'd like to have a link to the paid subscription for all (laughs) trails, you can just look in our podcast bio as well to grab that, you know? Also, Tevas are a great (laughs) shoe for hiking as well. (laughs) The link will also be there for that one, guys. You really should, uh, should get an affiliate link for that if you want to make some money. <laughs> I know. Now I think I have to. All right. Uh, well, then we'll move across the channel into Peter Island. Peter Island is a private island that is owned by Peter Island Resort, which they are not operating now. So I'm not sure that we're going to make it to that island. Um, but that is an option to hike around. There's not a lot of height necessarily to that island compared to Tortola. Um, but if you're looking for a little bit of a walk to get away from maybe a little bit of the sun and the, and the water life, then that, that is a possibility. Um, close by, uh, if you're joining the group that's going to go to Salt Island, that is a decently small island that is definitely hikeable. There's a, an area that overlooks the um, South Bay that uh, has some pretty nice vistas, and there, there's a salt pond in the center of it that you can explore too. So it's, it's more of a... Uh, horizontal with some vertical hiking than the vertical hiking that is a part of um, Tortola. We call that a walk or a stroll. Oh, not a hike, huh? Not really. Well, that's that's why I've got you on the podcast. 
to add your expertise in, in hiking or, or strolling. All right, moving on. Um, the next probably uh, bigger opportunity in terms of hiking options is in Virgin Gorda. Um, so the southern part of Virgin Gorda where the bats are, you'll be doing a lot of the walking, uh, strolling, exploring that Laura talked about um, between all the different boulders. And then there is a, a, a small hike up to the top of the bats where top of the bats restaurant is. So if you wanted to do lunch up there, you could do that. And then as we get into the northern part of Virgin Gorda later in the day and into the following day, um, there is a, um, a decent hike uh, up to Gorda Peak. Um, to That's the second highest part of all of the British Virgin Islands. From what I've read, supposedly it's closed um, due to some, some issues with, with people using it in ways that I guess the park was not designed for. Um, so, you know, if it's open and you you're looking for another hiking true hiking day then that's certainly a possibility and um, if you were going to do that you could certainly have lunch that day at Leverick Bay um, or go across the channel the North Sound um, channel over um, to that area from the Bitter End Yacht Club if you're staying on the the eastern side of, of North Sound um, also Prickly Pear Island in that same area there's Prickly Pear National Park so there's a uh, a bar and grill and a beach so you can go there hang out on the beach and then if you want to uh, get some exercise you can walk over to the prickly pear national park and walk around again that's more of a stroll or a walk than it is so much of a vertical hike but that's another option that that you could partake in if you were maybe um, disappointed that sage mountain or sorry that Gorda peak wasn't open or if you didn't quite want as much of the vertical hike um, as Corda Peak offers. You're looking for something a little bit more horizontal. That's definitely an option. Uh, before we move on to the last two islands, Cody, Laura, anything you want to add there? Questions? Yeah, I'm just kind of wondering what was going on at Gorda Peak. You know, you just kind of went right over top of that, Dan. You're not going to, you know, indulge on what was happening there that the park didn't like. So, um, what I read about that was that people were. Um, were using the park for illegal farming. They were clearing the land that belonged to the British Virgin Islands. Um, and then they were also constructing things inside the boundaries of the park. And so I uh -huh. guess they said, all right, you know, we need to get this under control. And so we're going to close the whole thing down until we can figure out what to do about that. Now, that was a year and a half ago almost. Um, and I've not read anything that's reopened. And it's possible that it has, and I just haven't found information that states that. But uh, gotcha. That's the latest info that I, that I have. I mean, in reality, logistic-wise, you're probably better off just exploring Prickly Pear because it is uh, a decent walk, um, and you'd have to get you'd really have to get your whole boat over to there. Um, it would be a long dinghy ride if you're on the east side of Gorda Sound, or you'd have to get your entire boat to stay in Leverick Bay. And then it would be a short dinghy ride. But then everybody's got to get over to Prickly Pear. So that's going to be more of the problem. We'll have to figure out logistics of who wants to do what. I mean, if there's a large contingency of people that want to try and go up to Gorda Peak, then um, logistically that's much easier than if there's just like two people. And then you got to figure out, you know, how are you going to get the two people over there? And then, because you only have one dinghy per boat, so it's not like you can leave the dinghy over there because then you'd strand everyone else. So it's just one of those things that you want to talk about when you get your groups together about who wants to do what, 
and then you know you can figure out based on that if somebody really wants to do something and no one else wants to do it in the boat then it would be talking to the other boats and figuring out if somebody wants to do that there and you can band together okay nice. what was the survey questions how did that all kind of boil out of people wanting to hike do you remember the statistics on that um there were a you know, a noticeable number of people that said that they would be interested in hiking. Okay. Um, sp specifically, we had nine people say that they wanted to hike, 14 people said maybe, and six people said absolutely not. <laughs> so. Was one of those absolutely nots you? Um, you hate a hike. I said, I said maybe. I mean, I wouldn't be, I would, I would hike prickly pear or, or I guess as you put it, you would stroll prickly pear. Um, <laughs> but that day where you could do hiking um, within Gorda Sound is also a spa day. So some people may be conflicted as to whether or not they want to do a hike or just go, you know, go hang out at the spa. So gotcha. I, I think the, the best, the best true hike is really going to be, um, the the first day we're there up to to uh, Sage Mountain or when we're at Yost, which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. All right, uh, we'll move on then to the next island, which is Anagata. Um, Anagata is a coral-based island, so it's completely flat. So there's really no hiking there. There's you could walk around, um, but really you, you would need transportation. Um, you wouldn't walk from where we're going to be to one of the beaches. You'd either take a taxi or um, you'd want to rent a vehicle. And then between the beaches on the northern side of the island, you're not really going to walk from one beach to, to the other. So really not a lot of um, hiking or strolling, quote-unquote, options up at Anagata, um, which then moves us on to Yost Van Dyke, which is where you can. Um, there's two like primary places in Yost. There's White Bay. And you want to listen to the Yoast podcast for a little bit more of this. But there's White Bay um, in the southwestern side. And then there's the Bubbling Pond in the northeastern side. And you can walk and hike from one side to the other. It does have some vertical movement. It's not completely flat. So, you know, one of the options is if you show up at White Bay and people would like to go explore the Bubbling Pond, you could take a couple of hours, do that, and come back and still experience um, soggy dollar bar and and you know the white bay beaches down there so that definitely is an option if you want to experience that and again you can listen to the yost van dyke podcast for a little bit more of that um, and then the last day down at norman that does have a, a hiking option over by pirate's bite um, so there is an all trail for that i did see that posted um, so you can Go ashore and then walk around. It does have some vertical nature to it. And there is a nice vista when you get to the top. You can see all of Bite Bay down below. So, you know, the the bay full of boats. You can see the Willie T. You can see the beach down at Bite Bay. So that's another, um, I would say, moderate um, hike option that you could take uh, that's not too challenging. So I think that probably covers all of the notos notable hiking options what uh what items do you all think you want to add to that or questions you have i don't really have any questions no hiking's pretty self-explanatory you just kind of keep walking 
Yeah, bring water. Um, you know, if I'm hungover, probably not going to be hiking. Yeah, for sure. The yeah. water thing is one that I've, I've read but I've forgotten to mention. So, yeah, when you do go, because the sun's obviously pretty strong down there, you want to bring a good amount of water with you so that you don't don't get too dehydrated on the way. I would say, too, on the water thing, if you're going to hike and stuff, like last time I remember I didn't bring, like, a hydro flask or anything like that, and, like, it's hot, so, like, my water never stayed cold, so if you're trying to go on, like, a hike or just, like, literally just around the boat, I would suggest bringing something insulated like that that'll keep your water actually cold. What was the, um, I don't know if you said this or not, Dan, what was actually the longest hike? I assume it was the first one that was the highest peak, but wasn't sure if you had any numbers on actually the longest hike that was available. I mean, I think it depends on where you start from. If you started in Roadtown and went up to um, Mount Sage, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably the longest. Yeah. and then from there, I don't know. I mean, sev- several of the other hikes are all kind of determined on how far you want to go. Like Norman Island, uh, probably the shortest one maybe then is Salt Island because the island is very, pretty small. And from where you would start to where you would want to end up to have the overlook on South Bay, that would probably be the easiest one. Um, now, are these hikes mostly starting like within a kind of town area or are we like looking for these, um, you know, the, the beginning of the, the trail just randomly in the woods? Uh, that would depend on the um, on the hike. So in Rotan, you're going to start in a town. Mm-hmm. In Norman Island at Pirate's Bite, I mean, that's not really a town. It's just a single restaurant. Um, and I think the, those are marked better. That's probably why the All Trails is, is better there than it is in some of the other places because I did see that that seemed to have some, some markings. Um, but usually you'll start from you know, somewhere close to the water, obviously, and yeah. then hike up from there. Makes sense. So we'll just kind of probably find the trailhead from there. Okay. Yeah, I've got lots of info on lots of parts of the trip. Hiking, uh, probably the least covered so far. Well, we'll make sure that we get it downloaded onto Laura's phone, so anybody that wants some information on any particular hike will be able to provide it for you guys. Yeah, I feel like luckily there's other resources for hiking stuff people can use. All right. Well, then that's it for this podcast on hiking. So thank you all for joining us. And until next time.